I welcome those of you around the world who are tuned in. We're in our New York City studios, and I have the honor on the Shabbos of November 3rd and 4th, which is Parsha's Vayera, of uh, having been invited to participate with Congregation Shaya Ava Torah, which is in Parsippany, New Jersey. It is the 7th Dr. George S. Rotter Memorial Shabbaton. And uh, they have... Uh, they have been kind enough to ask me to come and address the congregation and be part of this Shabbaton and to uh, tell people about the uh, last 34-plus years in um, my radio career. And I thank uh, Parsippany, New Jersey. Specifically, I thank Rabbi Shalom Lubin and um, uh, Dr. Naomi Rotter. They are both in the studio with us here at JM and the AM, and I say welcome. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Nachum. Good, Good to morning, be here. Nachum. It is great to have you here. Parsippany, New Jersey. Parsippany, New we Jersey. We don't always associate Parsippany with major Jewish communities. Parsippany is a major Jewish community. Uh, it's been around a long time, and it, we're thrilled to be here and looking forward to talking a little bit about it. I, um, I have to say I haven't been in a radio studio on the air since uh, I believe I was in first grade back in 1985 or so. So it's good to be back what on, happened back on radio. Then? What happened back then? It was our school was having their first annual dinner, and they brought in some first graders to talk a little bit about the school on the radio. So it's, it's <laughs> been a long time, and I'm very excited to Unbelievable. be back in the studio and on the air. Times have changed since then, huh? Just I assume little. Dr. George Rotter was my husband, your husband, yes. and uh, you decided this is a nice way, and it is, of course, to memorialize him. Did he appreciate people coming in and, and, and learning about people from around the Jewish community? Enormously. That that personified him. He was a professor uh, at Montclair State University for uh. well over 30 years, and uh, he loved to talk. Okay, so uh, any platform was his platform. Rabbi can tell you about that. <laughs> uh, you hesitate sometimes to ask him a question because he couldn't tell you the time of day <laughs> in five minutes. So, uh, uh, But it was truly his thing. And of course, we had Shabbos tones that preceded it, um, and he loved all of them, and he loved the show. That, when we moved to Parsippany, he found home. Rabbi Lubin and Naomi Rotter, Dr. Naomi Rotter here. She's the president of... Congregation Shaya Ava Torah. How long are you in Parsippany? Um, almost twenty years. Is that with the founding of the shul, or is it? No, all, no, it no. The shul, the shul was the shul was one of the reasons we moved to Parsippany. Wow. Um, this is not Naomi's first stint as president of a congregation. Oh, okay. really? Okay, so my, my wait, wait a second. <laughs> Most people who've been presidents of synagogues would advise others never to do it. You went ahead and did it twice. I did it twice. Okay. <laughs> Some say it's in the DNA. Like after my first stint, I said never. Again. Of course. Never, ever again. You're but, a normal person. <laughs> but, but, okay, but then I moved to Parsippany, and Parsippany is really special. So, um, What town were you in previous to that? Uh, Montclair, New Jersey. Oh, Montclair. So, so uh, our journey has been up. <laughs> so, so when did the congregation begin? How old is it? So the congregation is celebrating its 45th anniversary next it's year. It's 45 years Early 1970s. I believe it was 1974 the congregation started by wow. the Bardash family. Sure, we know the, the Bardash family. founders sure. of the congregation. And where Parsippany is situated, we're at the central hub between, you know, right where 287 and 280. Right. 80, all kind of meat. A lot of people know Parsippany from the Parsippany Sheraton, right. which has a lot of events. The uh, Parsippany Hilton has a lot of events. So right. Parsippany is on the map that way. A Jewish community first settled there. There was an area called Lake Hiawatha sure, I remember where Jews were moving when the Catskills were still restricted. Right. You know, and Jews would go to Mount Freedom or Lake right. Hiawatha for sort of summer Sort of northwest vacation. New Jersey. Northwest New Jersey, right. exactly. 
And from there, from little summer kahalein, little bungalows, it developed into a full-fledged community. In 1974, there were a few families that said, we need to have an Orthodox shul in the area. It started off in someone's house right. and soon got a storefront. We're in our building now for close to tw- just about 20 years. How so would you describe um, the congregation? Or is this something I'm going to have to find out for myself uh, when I well, visit? Well, in... <laughs> We can describe it. It's the friendliest congregation you will ever go to. And I go to a lot of congregations. I, I, I spend my time uh, traveling different places, so I know congregations. Uh, and honestly, there is something about our congregation that is totally embracing to anybody who walks through the door. So I will not feel intimidated when I'm there, even though I'm following in the footsteps of people like Rabbi Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinrib, my mentor, Cantor Sherwood Goffin, Rabbi Beryl Wine, who've all done what I'm going to be doing next week. Rebbitz and Youngrise. Rebbitz and Youngrise as well, 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 blessed memory. Plus plus others. Talk to them and they will tell you how comfortable it is. So I will not be intimidated, you're saying. Not in the slightest. (laughs) The interesting thing about about our shul and our community is we're we're a one-shul community. We're a small shul. Let's say we have 30-member families and other people in the area that participate regularly. And we all need each other. You know, it's the, it's the small shul where everyone's a part of it. We accept and welcome people from all walks of life. And it's always been that way. Before I came, the shul has always encouraged people in the area to participate, regardless of their levels of observance. It's right. always been an orthodox shul, but the people have not necessarily been as, uh, as orthodox as the right. shul has. And, um, and I, I could quote Rabbi Beryl Wine, who came two years ago, and he, he said, you guys, in the Jewish world, you guys are like 30 years behind. You know? <laughs> Which, by the way, is a, is a compliment. Oh, yeah. oh yes, he meant yeah. it. He meant, and, you know, the songs you sing, it's, it's, it's the way Yiddishkeit used to be, where people from all walks of life would just come to the community shul and participate and feel welcome. It's a big and, compliment. Um, and it was just, it's a, it's a wonderful place, wonderful people who are caring and loving and um, care about the, the future of the community. So it's, Rabbi Shalom Lubin is here. Dr. Naomi Rotter, who's president of Congregation uh, Shaya Ahava Torah, is here. I'll be there next Shabbos in the uh, in the role, I guess. What would we call it? Uh, scholar in residence. Oh my Sco- gosh, scholar. Scholar in residence. You mean I have to say something scholarly? Oh my gosh. Anything you say will come out scholarly. I appreciate that. Now you have been described to my staff as a very welcoming synagogue and a and one that is uh, extremely um, known for, or very well known for its hospitality, which means essentially. That anybody who would express to you today or in the next few days that they wanted to be there that coming that Shabbos next week to I don't know spend time with me my family etc and of course all of you you would welcome that you would say sure. to people yeah are you kidding uh, me? oh I apologize go ahead Nachum Siegel groupies that are out there that want to uh, to come uh, uh, along are, are welcome we have a very sorry go ahead I'm gonna say more than welcome so just let us know so we can adjust the numbers all right so people should know that number one the Shabbaton's open to them even if they're from out of town they don't have to be within walking right. distance they can be right. from out of town. And that means uh, you'll, you'll make sure to have accommodations for them for Shabbos. Well, the interesting thing about our shul is that our community is situated right off of Route 46 in Parsippany, where we have seven hotels within walking distance of our shul. All now, those major hotels. All the ma- <laughs> Sheraton's walking distance, the Holiday Inn's walking distance. There, there's a, a bunch of other hotels within walking distance. And because of that, we've had a very interesting dynamic where summertime, there were a lot of people looking to get out of the city, looking to get out of Brooklyn, looking to get out of Muncie just to get away for a Shabbos. And the hotels primarily cater to the corporate business world. Right, so weekend. Weekend so. rates, they give very good rates. Right. People come also, you can walk into our shul in the summer and you could have 30 Strymals in shul of, of, of people from Borough Park, from Williamsburg, True. from New Square, um, from Sephardic Jews coming from Who just from wanted Brooklyn. to have a little break. They want to yeah. get away. They go away for two nights. They bring their family. 
there's a nice friendly shul. We have Talais, and we have if you you'll see our you'll see our our bookshelf. We have every type of sitter you <laughs> every, could imagine, every from Svardi to whatever you want. We have we have it, and people come and they feel comfortable and welcome. So because of that, we get people throughout the year who just come because they want to stay in a hotel. They feel more comfortable staying right. on their own and participating. So mm-hmm. hospitality wise, we can you know whoever would like to come. There's very and, of, and, of and we get returnees, people who come back who've been there and they say we just like doing this as a Shabbos getaway. So who knew Parsippany is a destination uh, show as well? So I will be seeing and experiencing a unique synagogue. I believe so. I, I mean, there are other synagogues like it, I'm yeah. sure. I, I would hope around the country. But it's just a f- warm and welcoming, friendly place where people are just happy to have you there. And, you know, the, the old joke is that people walk into a shul, the first five words they hear are, you're sitting in my seat. <laughs> um, and, and in our show, it's welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. You know, yeah. how can we help you? How can we be there for you? So yeah. Very cool. Um, we're very excited about it. Uh, by the way, for those of you who are uh, interested, oh, it's not on this one. Where is it? There's a there's a uh, a flyer that actually discusses the topics that I'm going to be addressing on on that Shabbos. Um, hang on a second. I'm going to dig I, this out. I, I did not bring that one with me. No, that's not a problem. We have it here somewhere. Uh, because there have been specific there have been specific topics that have been chosen. I actually was, chose them myself. Thank you guys. <laughs> the rabbi's responsible for that, huh? Yeah. It's, on the, um, it's on the registration form. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I have it. Trust me. I've been <laughs> I've been focused on it and thinking about it since I first saw it. That I can tell you. And I turned my phone off. So. Um, no, I have it here. Don't worry about it. Um, here we go. On the Shabbos of Parshas Vayera, November the 3rd and 4th, I've been asked to address two topics. The first Promoting Jewish unity in a fractured world. Now, you know that could be a very, very short lecture, Rabbi. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jewish unity, I like to call myself an expert, but, you know, there's, there's not enough of it, if you know what I mean. Well, I think <laughs> you're one of the greatest greatest champions and the greatest examples of being able to promote Jewish that. unity in the world we are from across all spectrums of the Jewish society and community. So I'm very excited about and, that And topic. you'll be in the I, right venue for doing that. I appreciate that as well. Uh, that would be what two and a half, three hours? Like how long you want me to speak as, about that as one? As long as you'd like. All nighter? You want me to pull it all we'll nighter? We'll give you the we'll give you the key. You're welcome to lock up when you're done. When you're done. A midnight <laughs> egg once I'm finished. Is that the plan? That you're the followed plan? by dessert. So, you know you just got to keep followed that by in. dessert. It's gonna be a ten minute presentation. Are you kidding? I know how these things work in those shuls. Everybody wants to get the dessert immediately. All right, so that's number one. And then Shabbos uh, morning, or or yeah, Shabbos morning, Kiddush lunch, and uh, and then the talk, and the talk will be my journey, how a young boy from Newark became a household name throughout the Jewish world. Wow, that is a that's quite a complimentary title. Um, Thank you. I guess I'll include as many stories as as many interesting stories as possible. Well, in that New- one. Newark actually has a special place in my heart. My father grew up in Newark. Oh, my wow. father went to Weequake High School. Your father yeah. went to Weequake, yeah, yeah. where they had matzahs in the locker. That's right. That that was their chance, <laughs> right? right? Hey, hey, so you were high. so you were a South Warder. Or, uh, My father yeah. grew up uh, right. What street? To, right next to Valley Fair. He lived on Field Place. Oh, Valley Fair. Right next to Valley Fair. My grandmother was a nurse at Beth Israel Hospital. Oh my gosh! Two blocks so, from my old house. Yeah, my family came from came from North. They went. My father's bar mitzvah was at the Wainwright Street Shul. Wow. So that's and actually, I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so my dad's been in Chicago. My parents have been there for over forty years, but I moved back to New Jersey. And a lot of the people that I interact right. with on a regular basis are grew up in young Old Israel, Newark, young Israel of Newark, right. Rabbi Siegel, Rabbi yeah. Siegel. So 
I felt bringing that Newark component into the discussion would be um, very would cool. be very powerful. Well, I'll do what I can. When we left, uh, I was on the young side, you know, compared to some of my siblings. But I do remember some of the things from Newark and Valley Fair. <laughs> I mean, when when we were treated to go to Valley Fair, which I'm trying to think what the comparison would be today. Like if a kid is said, you know, you can get stuff at Walmart or something. Maybe I don't know. I, what, 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 I remember Valley. You remember Fair. Valley Fair? It was like a Bradley's. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I was associated with toys and games. Like, yeah. we would go, we'd, we'd be going for Hanukkah to get something special or something like that. Anyway, that was... But, but one of the things we've done, and uh, we did this with a bunch of our speakers, Rabbi Wine included, yeah. is speakers usually, you know, our guests usually have a main theme and a main topic that they right. like to discuss what they're doing in the world today. But I think, especially Shabbos Day, we're always interested in hearing the story of how these things happened. And I know some details have been discussed on right. the air right. over time, but how an individual could become, and you really are a household name throughout the Jewish world and now with the new platform really all over the world, like how that happened. And there are a lot of things that happened along the way, a lot of people along the way. Like we're interested in that individual story. And then, of course, Miriam, you know, encouraged us to uh, to have the famous question and answer yeah. session with Malcolm Yeah, because she so. knows, as I think everyone at this point knows, that I, I that's my favorite part always is to hear what people have to say and what questions they have. And Hey, you're really curious about that? That's that's really nice. Okay, so, so no, we'll have we'll have an extended <laughs> question and answer session uh, Shabbos Day. After so that that you well. assume will go till about what uh, seven eight p.m. on Shabbos yeah, Day? Yeah, you know, late yeah. Havdalah and uh, Malava Malka. Straight into Malava. Malava. Right Malava. Into <laughs> Sunday morning breakfast when we're done. I'm, try, I'm trying to manage the expectations of the synagogue. So now you know if it's only an hour, they'll be thrilled. You know what I mean? Anyway, there you have it. So everyone out there is invited. No joke, by the way. Rabbi Lubin and uh, Dr. Rotter are, are being serious. If you want to come to Parsippany, New Jersey, first of all, obviously you'd invite people at any point to come check out the shul and the neighborhood. But if you want to do it, do it this weekend, uh, not this weekend, next weekend, and you know, be part of this whole experience and just enjoy all the fun we're going to be having talking about Jewish radio, uh, then you could do that as well. Just contact the synagogue. I know that you have a great website, that great meaning the name of the website, <laughs> parsippanyshul.org. That basically says it all, right? The only game in town. Parsippanyshul.org. I thought that's great when I saw that. And uh, anybody wants information, I guess that would be the best way, right? Just go through the yeah. website and contact the website, send, send us an email, and uh, we're happy to, to work out all the details. All right. You know, we originally met at the OU Emerging Community Fairs, and our, our shul has been a part of that for um, – for a bunch of years, and while we're a small community, we have a solid base of members. We're always looking to expand that network, as many communities outside of the Teaneck, Muncie, Five Towns Have area people visited are, after meeting have, you at the fair? Have they visited? We, ha the we have had some visitors nice. from, the, from the fair, and people throughout, you know, we're, we're situated in Morris County. Morris County, unlike most of the counties where Jews, the Jewish populations are in New Jersey, has relatively affordable, for New Jersey, property taxes. Wow. So yeah. people will be shocked to hear that. So yeah. property taxes in Morris County are half of what they are in Essex County, for real, literally half. Yeah. You cross the yeah. border and they're half. Wow. And we have it a lot of. It must be a quarter. Of we have a lot of business. We have a lot of industry, and that's part of it. The industry offsets right. the taxes. So houses are more affordable. Tax rates are much less. We have a garden apartment complexes, and we have condos. So we have a range of housing availabilities that other communities, you know, don't have to that extent. We're small, we're welcoming. Some people like right. that. Young couples will come and say, hey, right. we want a place. The other thing about our community, because we're made up of diverse backgrounds, is people mind their own business, and, and no one's telling you what to do and how to live. And, and people like that sense it's of... The comfort that people have being in the community. It's nice. Which is wonderful. And I would assume all the 
um, all the schools and the amenities of the area, because the area is an extended area. When you think about it, are all available to people at a, at a reasonable drive, I guess. Or a yeah, Kushner School is 15 right. minutes away, and Livingston West Orange, right. you know, they're all and, Teaneck's and, and 25 people, minutes people away. People have sent their kids to Teaneck to school. Do people, um, uh, and this is northwest New Jersey, as you pointed out, people do commute by bus and train to New York from there, right? Am I right? There's a 40-minute bus from Parsippany right. right to the Lincoln Tunnel. So that's that's an yeah. option as well. Muncie's thirty minutes from us, so we're kind of yeah. These days, things are close to by. a lot of places. But the other interesting thing is that yeah. you know, in terms of our outreach, we're not exclusively looking for the elusive young families right. that so many communities okay. are looking for. We're looking for middle-aged families. We're looking for retirees who say we want to downsize. We want a nice, quiet community where we could be close to a shul and maybe have our kids come and, to and, us and, once in yeah. a while. And there's a dynamic going on of um, grandparents moving closer to their grandchildren. Right. And, uh, but not too close. You know. But not too close. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can probably get onto a property there where you are far away. <laughs> now, you know that uh, you're visiting us here in Lower Manhattan today, obviously, headquarters of the Nahum Siegel Network. So you've heard the noise outside this window. That's what I'm used to at night. Now, I'd assume in Parsippany it's much quieter at night. Am I right? Yeah. It's going to be very difficult for us city folks to fall asleep. Am I correct? Well, that's true. But my husband, who was born and bred Brooklyn, uh, after many years, right? He got uh, used to it, huh? He got, he got used to it. Yeah, he somehow he replaced the um, the subway sounds and well, garbage comes wherever you live. There's always garbage early in the right. morning, so we can accommodate that part. But uh, all the sirens and everything else, somehow the crickets replaced it, and uh, it is possible. Yeah, I, I know it's possible. I'm kidding around. And the and I assume Friday night, whenever I'm where when we're walking back to the uh, to the place where we're staying, I'm assuming we will see some deer. Am I correct? Um, we'll hopefully try. not. Oh, it's not a guarantee that you see deer uh, run, you, roaming around in an area you like see, that? If you, the deer that you see are often no longer in the roaming. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? They're <laughs> in the roaming but, 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 but you might. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, so okay, it's, not a, uh, it's not a common occurrence. Yeah. There, there, are, the, there are. It's not uncommon. Right. The slightest. No, no. Uh, Rabbi Lubin once had a bear in his backyard. Oh, yeah, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. T- time for me to back out or not? <laughs> it all worked out fine. Worked out. I'm trying to convince some of my kids to come along. I don't, I don't know if it's going to work now. He's well, excited about that. <laughs> that's true. That's actually true. Certainly for the first minute or two. <laughs> well, there you have it, everybody. Congregation Shia Avatora. Uh, they're having the big Shabbaton next week. Um, I get to uh, present on the uh, topic of Jewish unity and on the uh, journey from Newark to uh, this NSN studio here in New York over the last 35 plus years. Um, you are invited to check out the shul in Parsippany, whether it's next week or whether it's any time, by being in touch with Rabbi Lubin and with uh, Dr. Naomi Rotter, who is the uh, president of the synagogue. All you got to do, and we'll make it really simple uh, without giving out a million phone numbers, etc. Just go to the web, parsippanyshul.org, parsippanyshul.org. And I bet you no matter how you spell it, if you search Parsippany Shul, you will get to that website. You will get to that website. Rabbi, I look forward to seeing you next week. I look forward to welcoming you. Dr. Rotter, I look forward to seeing you next week as and, well. And, and a special treat, if I can just add, yeah, sure. uh, that, that you'll be davening Musa for us. Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry, we have not. We I have better, not. We I, remember. I better start practicing. <laughs> so there's an added plug for all the uh, fans of Nachum's Chazanus or people that may not have had a chance to hear you over Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Right. And the truth is, anybody, anybody who's late for Shul, it's Musa. So you, yeah, they, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you have a good shot of actually exactly. hearing it. And last year we had Cantor Goffin daven Musa. Oh, so, that's, so oh see, that's what I mean.
I mean, you have her by wine there. Now people are expecting, you know, that, that this is going to be some amazing presentation. I mean, the pressure is on. Chazen Goffin davening Musaf. Now you have me in that slot. I mean, Rabbi, what are we doing to me here? Well, on, honestly, we're, we're, we've been we've looked for people that have had a profound impact in the Jewish world, each in their own way. Well. And and you really have. And and we're you know I'm a I'm a listener. My kids have listened for for years. And, Thank and you. our whole shul are people that yeah. that support you know the work you do for uh, our community and really for. Thank you. For all, so, uh, Thank you very be, much. Couldn't be more excited about having you join us. We spread spread excited. the word in Chicago as well, please. I shall. I understand <laughs> you've been there a few times. Yes, we were actually. The Jewel. <laughs> Correct. And, uh, oh, you know your stuff. My parents were there. They, you know. You know Rabbi Wine, speaking of which, is a Chicago boy. Yes, we, he stayed in my house. We talked about. Uh, but he was a, was he, no, he was a North Sider, right? Yeah, he was a North Sider. Yeah, and I, I grew up in right. his grandfather's shul. In the shul. Wow. Rabbi my yeah. grandfather spent some time in Chicago. Rav Yosef. Your cousins in Chicago. Yes, right. correct. Rav Yosef Segal. And a gentleman who you likely know, who was here for a simcha last week, said to me, he remembers uh, living in the same building as my grandfather when he, meaning this gentleman was five years old. My grandfather was a very prominent rabbi with a distinguished beard that one would never forget once they saw him. And that was really heartwarming to hear that. So, yes, I have roots in Chicago as well. Look how many things we have to talk about over Shabbos. I'm telling you, this is going to take hours. We have a gentleman in our shul, uh, Dr. Spicer, that when he originally, now he was the chief of dentistry at Israel Hospital for many years, but he spent time at an Indian reservation. What's his first name? Abe. Of course, Abe Spicer. <laughs> he's from here. Abe, everybody he knows Abe. But he's, uh, he's, he's been in touch with me for years. Could be. The, Makes sense. The, the Great Wall of China. I was just going to say. <laughs> I was about to say, but I didn't want to say because I wasn't sure. He is the one who sent me a picture. <laughs> it's that Abe Spicer. Of him wearing a JMM t-shirt at the Great Wall of China. Yes. Okay. Right? Yes. So wow. He spent when he was in the service. He's the guy you should have speaking on Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> He's a regular off. But he spent time at an Indian reservation doing dentistry in Arizona. The first couple of years he was there and your uncle right. used in to Phoenix. deliver from Phoenix to the reservation. It was like a two hour drive. No wonder he's so and, indebted to the single and, family. And he would he refused to charge for delivery. He said if there's a Jew on the reservation that's keeping kosher, I'm gonna deliver kosher meat to him. I gotta contact so, Uncle uh, Zalman today and let him of, know that he was on the show. Oh, that's amazing. All sorts of connections that uh, we look forward to exploring oh, this is over great. Shabbos. This really is great. All right, we'll see you next week. I thank both Rabbi Lubin and uh, and Dr. Naomi Rotter for visiting us here today at the Nahum Single Network Studios. Next Shabbos in Parsippany, I will. Anybody who doesn't make it, I'll give you a nice review uh, Monday morning and let you know exactly how it went. Anticipating a great time there. Thank you both. Thank so you very so much. Thank you so Couldn't much. We're looking grateful. forward. More coming up. You are listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.